Hi, you're listening to Your Best with my nanny, Kathy Weckworth. Hi, this is Kathy Weckworth, Executive Director of Best Life Ministries, and you're listening to Your Best, a motivational, inspirational 30 minutes that will help you want to be your best. Today's topic is the value of God's Word. When I was a little girl, my parents had a huge dining room table. Every holiday, my family would pour through the doors laughing and expectant, sitting around that table and waiting for the big event, the food. Not just filling our stomachs, but filling our souls. My mother went to garage sales looking for the perfect table and found a beautiful old farm table for us to use. When she brought it home, my dad set to work repairing and staining it. Throughout childhood, I sat at that table. I ate, read, divulged my feelings and deepest thoughts, and experienced life as years passed. A few years ago, after my daddy died, Mom asked me if I'd like to have the table. Yes, I replied ecstatically. I have created a daily habit. Every morning, I grab a cup of coffee, my study Bible and devotional, and I sit at that wonderful old table. I prepare myself for breakfast with God. With my running list of prayer requests in front of me, my English muffin with peanut butter slathered on it, I breathe a deep sigh and I release my thoughts, emotions, and needs before a mighty God. I eat, read, and worship. I pray and ask God to tell me what I should know. Teach me what I need to learn for the day and order my steps. As I read my Bible, I soak it into the depths of my soul, the crevices of my mind, and I wait on Him. Friends, I think about how every morning we are thrust onto the pathway of our lives. We juggle the jobs, the children, the church, and our faith. What will drop today? What will fall to the ground as we cannot carry it all? What is it that is keeping us all so busy that we don't have time for God? He tells us, listen well to my words, because those people who listen live, really live. I want to really live, don't you? Today, I question all of our priorities. We're running the minute our feet hit the ground. How can we really do our best, be our best, for those around us when we're flatlined and depleted? We need to get into the Word of God, study it and absorb it, and be filled with life. It's time to start sitting at God's table and enjoying the nourishment of His Word, His worship, His will, and His wisdom. Today on our show, Best Life Ministries motivational speaker Tiffany Felty is here with us. Tiffany has a BA in religion and philosophy and is a former youth pastor married to Pastor Aaron. Tiffany writes her own curriculum and teaches women's Bible studies on such classes as Hebrews, Romans, Isaiah, and Job. She's a mother of five. Hi, Tiffany. Thanks for being on the show today. Hi, Kathy. Thanks for having me. Well, today we're going to talk a lot about the Word of God and the value and importance that there is in reading God's Word. And so I brought my friend in, Tiffany, who is a teacher for us at Best Life. And here's my first question, really basic, Tiffany. I know it's simple, but tell listeners, why do you think it's important to read your Bible? Okay, well, I think it's fourfold. First, just beginning with God. Um, Because he's a triune God, always existing as Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, that means that he is a connecting God. It means he's a communing God, and it means he's a communicating God. And so um, the Word 
reveals all of this to us and helps us get to connect with this connecting God. Secondly, Jesus is the Word of God. We read that in John 1, um, that He is the Word. The Word was with God from the beginning, and that Word is God, and that's Jesus they're talking about. And so we get to know Jesus when we study Scripture, and doesn't everyone want to know Jesus better? Um, thirdly, this is one of my favorite simple verses. It's, it's Proverbs twenty four twenty six, and it says that an honest answer is like a kiss. And I believe that every word of God is true, and, and so He is an honest God. And every time we open Scripture, it is, it is as if we are receiving a kiss from Him, a kiss mm, from Heaven. I like that. It's our way of developing intimacy. And then lastly, Psalm 19 just gives us some great incentive to study the Word. Um, in the last part of Psalm 19, it says that um, Scripture restores the soul, it makes us wise, it puts joy in the heart. It develops uh, an awe kind of fear um, for, for God in us. It warns us, and it rewards us, and it pleases God himself. And so those are all reasons I think it's important to read the Bible. Tiffany, I think that's wonderful advice. People will tell you, I know that they tell me constantly, they're too busy in today's society to take time to read God's Word. takes too long. They don't understand it. They just don't get it, so they don't want to do it. What do you say to people when they tell you they're just too busy? Uh, You know, I I might commiserate at first and say, yeah, you know, we live busy lives, and the tyranny of the urgent kind of takes over. Um, But if if we want to maintain meaningful relationships, then we set time aside for that meaningful relationship, and God ought to be the utmost important relationship for any of us. And so um, there are very practical ways. I had five children in six years, and I could not open my Bible the way I used to before having kids. And so I bought an audio version of Scripture, and I would play it through my house, all day. Oh, great idea. Um, and sometimes it would go in, and sometimes uh, I, I didn't know. I wasn't really paying attention, but His Word doesn't go out empty, so it's worth investing in an audio version of your Bible, whether it be a CD or a tape, and play it. Well, I think um, that's, I think that's great ahead. advice coming from somebody who has five children. So if people yeah. are, are fussing and saying, oh, I don't have time, I love it because you can say to them, okay, I make time with the five kids. And a lot of people will tell me or you at our conferences, you know, we just don't understand the Bible. We don't get it. It's, right. it's above our heads. What do you say to people when they're asking you, how do we interpret the Bible? How do we get it? What do you tell them? Right. You know, depending on the depth of your relationship with that person, you might probe to see if they truly are in Christ. In um, 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verses 10 through 16, it says that the, the natural man, the person who is not in Christ, will not understand spiritual things. And so that could be the first roadblock, that they don't have the Holy Spirit there to guide and instruct them. But if you do know that they are believers, you can encourage them with several verses, um, 1 Corinthians 2.16 says, We have the mind of Christ. And just tell them, you have the mind of Christ. He is there with you as you read and study. He will make it clear to you. Ask Him. John 14.26 says, um, Jesus said, I'm going to give you a counselor, that's the Holy Spirit, and He will teach you and remind you of all I have said. So He brings to our remembrance the very words of Christ. The Holy Spirit will teach us, and we can encourage people with that. Um, but then you can simplify Bible reading. You don't have to be a scholar. God would, he, he would not have 
it told us to be reading scripture if he expected everyone to be scholars. Yes, um, so true. So you, a simple thing is just read until your attention is caught. And it can be caught by one word. It can be caught by an idea. It can be caught by a principle. And then ask God, why? Why are you stopping me here? What do you want to say to me? Um, there are also great tools available. Most Bibles have a concordance. You can look up um, word references. You could also buy a Bible dictionary, or you can purchase a Bible that has application notes on every page. Um, and so that's why I say, ultimately, people just need to say, God, I don't get this. Speak to me. And, and he will. <laughs> Absolutely. I know one of the things that really helped me was an incredible version of the Bible, NIV, um, New International Version. And I have a book called The Quest Study Bible, and that really helps me. I also have the Message Bible, and both of those are translated into a little bit easier words for today. I know yes. with my family, everybody always was reading the King James Version, and sometimes those hitherto and whether nots are a little bit more difficult to read. That's so right. It, That's so right. Definitely. I think there are really good um, translations out there that are a little bit easier for you to understand if you're just starting out. Uh, in the workshop that you teach, when we go out with Best Life Conferences, you have um, a really wonderful way of ministering to ladies by encouraging them. Because I know personally, just being my friend, you have a wonderful passion for God's Word. And I know that so many people uh, will talk about the fact that, you know, it's, it's reading, it's work, but you kind of introduce a different line of thinking. You tell them that it's not as much about scheduling the time to read God's Word, but about a relationship. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Right. You know, that's a concept that came out of um, Henry Blackaby's Bible study, Experiencing God. And he said... Um, Reading our Bibles is not a scheduling conflict. Ultimately, it is a relationship conflict. When, when we prioritize a relationship, we do anything to make that relationship happen. Um, we, we are willing to be interrupted. We make those phone calls. We write down notes on the calendar. And, and so we just, I, I want to help women understand it's a paradigm shift in our thinking Faith in Christ is all about relationship, and God wants our heart. He wants all of us. It's not about duty. He's saying, spend time with me because I'm crazy about you. Mm, so, so make that time. Make that part of your schedule in the same way you do for all your girlfriends, in the same way you do for your kids' sports. Mm -hmm. I want to know you. Yes. Um, so and it, that's, that's kind of the heart of it. I, I think that's a great point, too, Tiffany. I remember one of my dear friends, Grandma Mary, would go to all of her grandkids' sporting events, and she would call and say, Kathy, if we would just get up and be as excited about God's Word and what God's doing in our lives as we are screaming for our kids to make that basket or, you know, get the yeah. soccer ball across the field, it would be such a wonderful <laughs> blessing. You also talk about something that I think is so neat, and that is a date. D-A-T-E in relationship, um, in the concept of reading God's Word. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Right. This idea came as a, a small group outing I had with some junior high girls. I wanted them to, to see that God is a wooer. You know, He really wants to win us over. Um, and so I came up with an acronym, and, and the D stood for Desperate Prayer. And uh, 
you could start in the Psalms to get an idea of desperate prayer. God just wants us to be honest with Him, and He is not afraid of anger, and He is not offended by our blame. He just says, be, be honest with me, be raw. And so um, developing this intimacy with God begins with that desperate prayer, just crying out, saying, this much I need you, uh, telling Him all the hurts and the burdens. The A represents active obedience, and um, often this is an area that we might forget. We, we could become diligent studiers of the Word, but it won't matter if we aren't putting things into practice. And every time we come to the Word, the Holy Spirit is telling us to either stop doing something, start doing something, or, or do something differently, and that's what the active obedience is. What would God have you stop doing, start doing, or do differently? The T represents treasured promises, and so especially uh, the more that we can turn the pages of our Bible, the more we get familiar with God's promises to us, promises like, I'll never leave you, I will never forsake you, promises to be our strength and weakness, and and, uh, we want to treasure those, hide them in our hearts so they come up at the right time. And finally, the E represents engaged senses. Uh, our God is that He really is a hands-on God, and He speaks to us through His world and the Word, and uh, He would have every bit of our senses come alive to Him. You know, get a candle burning when you open up your Bible. Uh, take a walk and listen to wind rustling through the trees, and, and just come alive to God as He has come alive to us. Oh, I and so love those ideas. <laughs> Tiffany, it makes me excited. I'm ready to hop right out of this room and go get my Bible and read it. I think those are really, <laughs> yeah. really great pieces of advice because so often we will tell ourselves no time for it. And if we do, we're trying to rush through it. But you're making it sound like, you know, this is important. Make it interesting. Um, and I like that, the sensory part too, as well. Now, yeah. one thing that's really concerning me as we're traveling from church to church, we're seeing such an incredible drop in attendance um, across the nation, really. People are no longer going to church like they were, no longer in, excited and invested in reading God's Word. I'm seeing that as a leader. Are you seeing that as well? You know, yes and no. I, I think um, we've had a pretty good growth in our church as far as Bible study is concerned, as we've learned to just study the Word. I think that some women were getting um, a little bored with just book studies, and and some of the questions kind of lead, and uh, I don't know if they understood the role of the Holy Spirit, that He really can instruct us. Um, But when women say they can't come to Bible study, often behind it I hear fear. They are terrified of not knowing enough to share or participate oh, in a Bible study without so feeling true. awkward. Yes, yeah. Yeah. I, b- I believe that and totally see that even in our own Bible study that we have here outside of Benson. Well, if you're just tuning in tonight, we're talking with Best Life Ministries motivational speaker, Tiffany Felty. Tiffany is encouraging us about the importance of reading God's Word. God loves us and wants a relationship with us. Proverbs 4, 20 through 23 from the Message Bible says, Dear friend, listen well to my words. Tune your ears to my voice. Keep my message in plain view at all times. Concentrate. Learn it by heart. Those who discover these words live, really live body and soul. They're bursting with health. Let's listen to this great song by Sarah Groves called The Word. I've done every devotional, been every place emotional. 
to hear a new word from God And I think it's very odd That while I attempt to help myself My Bible sits upon the shelf With every promise I could ever need And the word was And the word is And the word will be Does it fit across the shoulders? Will it fade when it gets older? We throw ideas that aren't in style in the Salvation Army pile and search for something more to meet our needs. While I intend to help myself, my Bible sits upon the shelf with every promise I could ever need. My daddy used to tell me that every problem we could ever have already happened in Scripture, and if we opened our Bibles, God would show us what to do. Well, if you're just tuning in tonight, you're listening to Your Best with Kathy Weckworth, and tonight's guest is my dear friend and one of our Best Life motivational speakers, Tiffany Felty. Tiffany, what's one thing that you can tell the listeners that would encourage them about God having a relationship with them? You know, it just starts in the very beginning, in Genesis 1 and 2. It's, you know, the creation story, we can read through it and take something very for granted. But in Genesis 1, you see God bringing order into chaos, light into darkness and filling empty spaces. In Genesis 2, we see God himself stooping towards the ground to first make Adam from the ground, and then he stoops over to breathe life into him. And it's, it's really a picture of face-to-face intimacy with our Creator. And 
When we jump ahead into the New Testament in John 1, where we read again that Jesus is the Word of God, and that He is in the heart of the Father, in the bosom of the Father, we get to have that face-to-face intimacy with our Creator through Jesus, through His Word, by studying it. And when we do that, He brings order into our chaos, light into our darkness, and fills our empty space with Himself. Uh, that's my encouragement. <laughs> oh, and it's a beautiful, beautiful encouragement for sure. That was Tiffany Felty, and we're thankful for her passion to encourage people to seek God and His Word and to really live our best life. Tonight on Your Best Life with Kathy Weckworth, we want to introduce to you one of our pastor friends, Pastor Louis Schultz. Louis is a graduate of Bethel University and Seminary in St. Paul and has pastored churches for over 25 years. Let's check in tonight with Louis and our segment from pastors called Powerful Promises. Hi there, listeners. This is Pastor Louis Schultz. I wanted to share an experience with you that happened to me as I was on a bus ride from Denver, Colorado, up the mountain to Estes Park, Colorado. I was conference at the YMCA of the Rockies. On the bus drive, as the bus was winding up the mountainside, there were times when you could look over the side, down the cliff, and see what was growing on the mountainside. And I noticed that there were trees that were growing in sort of a winding manner all the way along the trip. And when I got to the front desk at the YMCA, I asked the gal, so what is it with those trees? They seem to grow in almost a serpentine manner up the mountainside. And she smiled at me and said, oh, that's where the river runs. And I thought, well, that makes sense. Trees need water and nutrients to thrive and they must do very well growing along the banks of the river. Reminded me of the very first chapter of the Bible that I ever memorized. Don't be too impressed. It's just Psalm chapter 1, and it only has six verses. But it goes like this. How blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of scoffers. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and on his law he meditates day and night. The psalmist goes on to describe the very powerful promise that comes to us when we read and meditate on God's Word. It says, And he shall be like a tree planted by rivers of water that yields fruit in its season, his leaf never withers, and whatever he does prospers. When I was a teenager, there was a traveling evangelist that came to my dad's church in Bremerton, Washington. And he challenged me to begin reading the Bible every day. And he said, here's what I would do, Louis. Take the book of Proverbs. This Proverbs has 31 chapters, a chapter for every day of the month. Open to that day's chapter and read through just quickly the Proverbs and look for one to stand out to you. Think about meditate on, chew on that particular proverb throughout the day. And he said, I'd be surprised a God by his spirit would bring pithy, potent, practical instruction to my life from that one proverb. So I want to encourage you to also consider that Bible reading plan to increase your Bible intake. First step, just open to the chapter of the, the day from the Proverbs, skim through it, and look for one to pop out. Pick a juicy one. And then lastly, meditate on that throughout the day. And as you do it, you'll find, as I have, that that very precious promise will be activated in your life, and you will be like a tree planted by rivers of water, yielding fruit in its season, your leaf will never wither, and whatever you do will prosper. This 
is Pastor Louis Schultz, and you're listening to Powerful Promises. Louis, thanks so much for sharing those positive, encouraging thoughts. Now let's check in with our movie critic, Rob Proper, and The Bottom Line. Hi, listeners. This is Rob Proper. I took my wife Stephanie and our two youngest daughters to see the movie Tomorrowland. It's rated PG with a runtime of one hour and 47 minutes. Jetpack, breeze rays robots, interdimensional travel, and the future. That sound interesting? Once again, Disney has fashioned a marvelous movie incorporating all these exciting scientific wishes for Tomorrowland. Casey Newton, who is Britt Robertson's character, has a bit of an obsession with NASA and protecting our future with an optimistic, how-can-we-fix-it attitude. She is just the kind of person Tomorrowland needs. At least, that's what Athena, who's played by Raffi Cassidy, believes. While Casey is busy trying to save Earth's future and her dad, Eddie, played by Tim McGraw's job at NASA, she's unknowingly recruited, along with Frank Walker, who's George Clooney's character, to also attempt to preserve Tomorrowland. The special effects and creativity in this film are incredible. Transitions between scenes such as 1960s Disneyland and current day, or golden fields of wheat and robot fights, were, believe it or not, seamless. Along with the humorous chemistry between Cassie and Frank, you'll be alternating between laughing and sitting on the edge of your seat. While funny, action-packed, and intriguing, Tomorrowland still manages to raise the serious and thought-provoking questions, do we know what tomorrow will bring? Pollution? Despair? War? Destruction? Is there still a possibility that we can still have a good and bright future? Or are we doomed? How are we treating God's creation? What are we doing with the gifts he's provided? How do our thoughts and behaviors impact our world or our future? One of my favorite quotes from the movie was between Cassie and Eddie, her dad. There are two wolves that are always fighting. One is darkness and despair. The other is light and hope. The question is, which one will win? Eddie, her dad, responds, whichever one you feed. The bottom line, the takeaway from this movie is that hope and faith can change everything. All too often, we settle for a dark outlook on our circumstances in life. So the question remains, which wolf do you feed? Romans chapter 5, verses 3 through 5 say, But we also glory in tribulations, knowing that tribulation produces perseverance, perseverance, character, and character produces hope. Now hope does not disappoint because the love of God has been poured out in our hearts by the Holy Spirit who was given to us. This is Rob Proper, and that's the bottom line. Thanks, Rob. Sounds like a great movie to see. Living in today's world is challenging at best. Day in and day out, life presents real issues, issues that need decision-making and encouragement. Where can we find the best advice from God's Word? Friends, tonight I want to encourage you to make time for God and His Word. And one thing I found that helps me is utilizing a good devotional. So tonight I want to recommend two books that I wrote. Each Wednesday between September and May, I host a women's Bible study at our church in the Grove, nine miles south of Benson. After discovering a need for some encouraging studies, I decided to write my own. My first book is a 10-week study about the Beatitudes from Matthew chapter 5 and explores in-depth each Beatitude. My second 10-week Bible study is called The Story of My Life, Joseph, and is taken from the book of Genesis. Perhaps you've studied about him before, even seen the story of Joseph and the amazing Technicolor coat, but this is the real thing, the real Bible story behind his jealous brothers and betrayals, and it takes you from pit to prison to palace. Both are available for $12.99 at kathyweckworth.com. 
Speaking of the church, listeners, I have exciting news. On Saturday, July 18th at 6 p.m. at the Church in the Grove, nine miles south of Benson on Highway 29, we're having our annual fundraiser. And today on our show, I have my friend and musician Mark Freitas with me talking about his part at the fundraiser. Mark is bringing the Mill Pond Jazz Combo out to the church. Hi, Mark. How are you today? I'm doing great, Kathy. Thanks. Tell us a little bit about your band and what's going to happen at the event. This particular combo uh, that I lead, we have eight musicians in it. Uh, We have a trumpet. I play trumpet and lead the band. We have an alto sax player, a tenor sax player, and a trombone player, piano, bass, guitar, and drums. So uh, we're really happy to come and share our music with you. And what kind of music is it? standard jazz, kind of big band music, as well as what we call our sacred jazz files, which are arrangements of hymns and gospel songs. Sounds wonderful. How long have you guys been doing this, Mark? Uh, This group's been around for about eight years now. Okay. And if somebody was listening tonight and thought, wow, we need that for our fundraiser, we want them to come to our church, you're located out of Wilmer, Minnesota. How would they reach you? To give me a phone call, my cell phone number is 320-262-2714. Sounds great. And the thing that I love about the Mill Pond Jazz Combo or Orchestra, because I've heard them both, is that it is incredibly talented, gifted musicians that are playing wonderful old music that sounds like Big Band with Glenn Miller or Benny Goodman, as well as a lot of fun jazz things. And as Mark mentioned, some incredible hymns. So they're going to be at our church on Saturday, July 18th at 6 p.m. And please feel free to give Mark a phone call if you're interested. Oh, go ahead, Mark. You know, Kathy mentioned that the uh, combo, which is our eight-piece group, and then our big band, that's a full 18-piece big band, but then we can scale it down to whatever a person, you know, whatever a group needs. We can do a duo, trio, quartet, you know, Uh, so whatever your event might be, we can make our, our group fit for you. Sounds great. And that's Mark Freitas with the Mill Pond Jazz Combo or Mill Pond Jazz Orchestra. Thanks so much for being with us today, Mark. Thank you, Kathy. Would like to welcome a new affiliate, KKLN 94.1, The Loon Out of Wilmer. They're going to be airing your best 6.30 a.m. on Sunday mornings. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, today I want to pray that the words from this show will encourage listeners to pick up their Bibles and take some time this week to study your Word. I pray that people will be encouraged and receive hope from the stories and advice that you give us in the Bible. Help us to fill up on your Word and learn to live, really live, our best life. In Jesus' name, amen. For more encouragement and hope, log on to our website at bestlifeministries.com. And for more information about me, you can log on to kathyweckworth.com. Hey, thanks for being with us today. Tune in next week at 6.30 p.m. on our station, KSCR 93.5 FM. And until next time, I encourage you to go out and be your best.